This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Jared, right off the bat, i got to warn you, if the electricity goes out, and it does fairly often here, uh, that means that the Wi-Fi router is going to have to reboot and everything. And so we'll have a little jump, but I'll, I'll jump back on as soon as possible. Listeners, you guys won't really even know. Well, where is here that, you, that you're broadcasting from? We are broadcasting from Togo, West Africa. I mean, you sound very clear for being this far away. You are still currently in Ohio, is that correct? I am in Ohio. Ohio, United States, North America. (laughs) North America. I'm glad you clarified. West Africa in the continent of Africa. Man, it's been a long time. (laughs) Okay, so we had a a couple hiccups already, but that is okay. We're going to push on ahead uh, to our deadline that we have. So, yes, we I am recording here in Togo, West Africa. You are in Ohio. The world has gone crazy. Life is way different for me, and you're on the cusp of buying a house. So I, I, I don't know what's going on. Well, so our listeners have not heard from either of us since December, and at that time you were getting ready to go to Togo. That's true. So right? we arrived so here. So you've been there a few months. Yes, we've been here for three months today. So March 13th wow. is today. Yes, we've been here for three months. Uh, we went through a season already called Harmatan. Have you heard of this? It's where the... Uh, I think I might have had that in college one time. Harmatan, yeah, that's you can't get out of bed. No, it's where, it's where the dust from the Sahara gets kicked up and it fills the sky. So it was a little bit cooler, even though it's it's hard to explain. Um, but it was cooler, even though it was reaching 104, it felt a whole lot cooler than it does right now. Now it only gets up to 95, but my goodness, I'm sitting here sweating <laughs> as we speak. Oh gosh. Dude, I have, I have not found the scale, but I have lost so much weight. Like I, I was on, <laughs> I was on my third belt loop and now I'm on my fifth belt loop. So I, oh no! And Jackie's like, those pants don't look that good on you. I'm like, I know, I know. I can't. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So the pants that are a little bit cooler, you know, you like your Dockers, your khakis. Um, yeah, they look like they look like I'm a hobbit. And uh, <laughs> and but my jeans. Oh my goodness! Every time I wear my jeans, I think I lose five pounds just because of the sweat. <laughs> wow! So like. When you look in the mirror, you're, it's pretty noticeable that you've lost some weight. Um, in my face, I think so. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering that. I got to find a scale because I wasn't. Yeah, that's like I wasn't big. I don't think, even though you say uh-uh. I am. But you saw a picture of me and you said <laughs> I looked old. I did. Yes, you talked about Reed Richards' no, I... hair. And my oh hair. yeah, but I also said that I also said that you look like a model too. Oh, go on. I've told I will. I've told you that many times. I'm like, I think your calling was modeling. You're like, 
You're such a good-looking guy, Andy. I hate you. <laughs> oh, they are so nice. That says the muscle-bound guy who's doing training for physical training for other people. Well, I think now what I'm going to start doing is sending my clients to Togo for three months, and that's how you lose weight so quickly. <laughs> yes. Pay for a $2,000 plane ticket, just hang out here, <laughs> eat nothing but carbs, and still lose weight. Dude, the food... Well, yeah, we... so, so... Yes. What? So, yeah, you'd, would you say life is a little bit different than Louisiana? It's It's crazy how different it is. So, let me try to explain a little bit... Um, so it's just as hot as Louisiana in August, but there's no like there's no reprieve from it ever anywhere. So they have these high powered fans, like ceiling fans, that if you know with, with the ceiling fans that we have in America, the normal ones that you put in your house, if your hand were to hit it, it hurt a little bit, but like you would break the fan before it would break you because it's like that uh, cardboardy boardy wood, you know what I'm talking like that particle board. Mm-hmm. So these are like. Heavy plastic, like they would take off an arm. So you got to be careful when you're lifting your kids above your head, because <laughs> they go super fast, like like in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, that propeller that's like blowing apart the boat. That's what that's what they're like. Mm-hmm. So you got those in every wow. single room. Um, the the place that we live on is a compound. It's a Walden compound. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm living at a missionary hospital in. Uh, Togo, West Africa, uh, with all five of my kids. Um, Jackie and I, my wife and I, are teaching at the Missionary Kids School, which has anywhere from five to nine kids, and then people pop in and people leave. This this next week, we're going to get three more students, um, and then in a couple weeks, some students are going to leave, and then at the end of the year, some students will be gone for a whole year, and they'll come back. So it's really in flux. In the next two or three years, though, we're going to have, like, 15 kids coming in from three different families. The families out here are huge. Mm. I thought I had a big family. I do not have a big family. Some of the families coming out here have six and seven kids. That's insane. So Yeah, that's wild. It's it's a lot different, even though I feel like a wimp saying I'm really hot all the time. I am. I'm really hot all the time. Uh <laughs> I was telling you about Harmattan. That's where the dust was up in the air, and it really blocked out the sun a whole lot, even though it got up to like 104, 105. And it was, you didn't even know you were sweating because it just evaporated immediately. It got down to like 8% humidity here, which is really, really low. Um, yeah. So working at the hospital, uh, d- did you get that email I sent out about the, like, the hospital and like how it looks and everything about like Christmas Eve and, uh, my kids, yeah. kids almost passing out. Okay, so I I don't want to be mean to anyone, and I don't know who's going to listen to this. Anybody on my team, I doubt it. But the hospital, like when you walk in, it's like the stuff out of a horror film. Like, and I don't, I'm not saying it bad. I'm just saying that they don't have the resource. It looks old. They don't have the resources. The lighting is very dim. There's no air conditioning. Uh, you can smell all the smells. There's people just in the hallway, lying down, hanging out. Uh, it's intense, man. It's a lot different. Wow. It's like, so it's basically like it's something out of a movie. It's not something that we'd be accustomed to in America. No. No. Uh, Deidre got to watch. Uh, she just got to hang out and watch a C-section and watch Twins Be Born. So my second oldest oh. daughter. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because one of the doctors was like, oh, do you want to watch me uh, do a C-section on, 
on this lady? And the teacher was like, sure. Can I do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Just show up at this time. We're fine. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so it's it's a lot different. Um, to give you a kind of an idea, coming from the airport, which is three hours away, so we had to drive three hours north to get here, um, leaving the capital is where the airport is. It's just the roads you're passing just rubble. And it turns out when you take a second look, it's not rubble. It's where people live. It's their houses. It's just like constantly under construction. There's just piles of trash everywhere. There's no uh, no trash, you know, no garbage uh, services here. We have to divide our garbage yeah. into what what can decay and deteriorate, what can't deteriorate, and what can be burned. Um, the stuff that can't deteriorate, like light bulbs and uh, tin cans and stuff like that, like they go out and they bury that stuff. Like they dig a hole, they push it in the hole, and they bury it. Wow. So every once in a while wow. you'll, you'll see a tractor go by with the bucket and a trailer behind it, and they're going out to dig another hole and, and bury all this garbage. Wow. That is it, wild. It's just – it's. And I look around and I'm like, wow, so many people have experienced this and I haven't. It's just so different than what I have. And then I feel guilty that I haven't experienced this before. And uh, But it's just, it, it really is different. Like, we'll go for walks outside the compound. And um, I went to one restaurant in air quotes here. So mm-hmm. the restaurant is just a cement building, you know, cement blocks which are heavier than cinder blocks. It's like cement to make sure that they don't blow over in the, in the storms. Uh, walk up. It looks like a house. It looks like a kind of a, a, like a shabby storefront, an abandoned storefront is what it looks like. And you go in and mm-hmm. they say, oh, you, you want to eat? And you say, yeah. And so they bring you into the back room, which it's the size of probably two kitchen tables is the entire room. They sit you down. There's only one table. And it's usually just benches made of, you know, like boards. That's all it is. Like boards for benches and then boards for the table. Uh, they sit a plastic bowl in front of you. Uh, they Because we're white and they call us Yovos, because we're Yovo, um, they show us that they wipe it in front of us. Um, and then they put... Uh-huh. They, this is what we had. There's only one thing to eat. I mean... You don't get to oh, order. order there's off. no menu. No, no menu. It's just no. That's you're getting fufu. That's what they call it, fufu. And so fufu. I yeah. know fufu. <laughs> so, so fufu is this mashed yam thing, and they just mash it until it becomes like this play-doh mashed potato mixture. And so they give you like a ball of fufu, and then they ladle just this lukewarm goat juice over it. And what is goat juice? It's. <laughs> It's it's like if it's if you tried to make goat soup and only made it like a quarter of the way, and then well, like I mean, is it juice from the meat or? Yeah, it's like broth, but oh, there's anyway, it's it's like broth, and so they ladle it over this little uh, you know kind of play-doh looking thing, like you know the kids all make slime nowadays. That's kind of what it is, but it kind of holds its form a little bit more. Um, <laughs> it's like bread dough. And then they, because we're white and they're honoring us, they give us big chunks of meat. Now, these these big chunks of meat are, are not meat. 
they're like you can see fur on them. So <gasps> no. It, <laughs> so it's it's a bone that has some meat on it with skin and fur that didn't get fully burned off. Get out. So that's you know they ladle that in front of you and you're kind of and you eat it with your hands. You like you dab your hand in some water. And, or the broth, and then you so that the dough stuff doesn't get stuck to your hands, and then you dip it in the broth, and then you eat it with your hands, and then you're chewing on the bone and everything. So, mm-hmm. nope. There, <laughs> there's. So I didn't eat the, Not the goat. Dude, and the thing is, like here, all the meat. There's no fat on this meat, man. There's no. There's no fat on the chicken. There's no fat on any beef. There's no fat on any goat. There's no fat because there's no food for these animals to eat. It's crazy. Mm. So do you go to the restaurant often? No, I, I went there one time and I was like, you know what? I'll have a smoothie. <laughs> a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so our food, uh, the way we buy food is there's market, which is, I mean, it really is like Aladdin, the cartoon Aladdin. You're going through and people are yelling at you and you know buy this and there's little baggies of everything there's no refrigerating so like we have a refrigerator but around here there's no refrigeration and so you're buying everything for today like you go and you buy what you need for today so there's little baggies of everything everywhere and there's the trash the litter here is just amazing there's so many teeny plastic bags everywhere and you know like you know, like, what the plastic bags you get your comics in? Like, maybe those little blue ones or um, or black. You know what I'm talking about? Like, they're sure. different than the grocery store plastic bags. The grocery store plastic bags kind of have... They're thicker, and uh, they can hold more, obviously. Well, these are, like, the thinnest, teeniest things in the world because they don't have to hold that much. They just have to hold, you know, what you need today. Um, right. So, we eat a lot of bananas we eat a lot of pineapple um uh we get 50 pound sacks of flour and then we got to sift them for bugs uh make sure we take all the bugs out of them we when we buy vegetables okay so the electricity just went out we the electricity goes out probably about four to ten times a day because we live on the hospital compound the hospital has a generator that kicks on after about nine seconds and so the electricity goes out, but, you know, it it pops back on. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're scratching something. I'm, I'm all done scratching the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. How yeah, there's you... some dirt on. <laughs> okay. Um, so the internet goes out, too. Like, it could be out for two days and then pop back on for an hour and then go out for, like, five hours and then come back on and uh so it, it it's uh the infrastructure is crazy too when you're walking down the road the power lines are held up by bamboo so you there's some power lines but then like in between people have propped it up with bamboo posts so it's it's really kind of it's really kind of nuts um so <laughs> does like it have, get windy oh yeah 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 it does i mean we're just on the cusp of rainy season i think um, and so we've had our first several rainstorms, and when a rainstorm comes through, it gets really windy and uh, rains very hard, torrential rains. Um, so we we have to sift uh, the flour, and then when we buy vegetables, anything that we're going to eat the outside, like a potato or 
um, not a banana, sometimes onions, but carrots or anything that, you know, is exposed, we have to put them in the sink, run water, and then put like a cap of bleach and let them sit for like 10 minutes and then make sure they're turned over and then rinse them really well. Because of the bugs? Well, no, because of bacteria. So just... Bacteria. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I, I want to ask you how you guys are doing and what's going on over there because the world is crazy right now. But over here, there's malaria is huge. Tuberculosis is huge. Um, and then this thing called Lassa fever, which this thing is a hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic, I think that's how you say it. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, something about hemorrhagic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just got your text that says I hear nothing. So I didn't know how long ago that was. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, so it's a hemorrhagic fever, but this is like, if you are sick enough, if you're feeling bad enough that you have to go to the hospital for this, it's an 80% mortality rate, 80%. And so the doctors here with the coronavirus going around right now, and this is, again, this is March 13th. I'm pretty sure that Trump just declared a, a state of emergency, a, a national emergency. I'm not sure I'm going to ask you about that. Um, he did. Okay. But all the doctors here are like, I don't think we have anything to worry about because the death rate is so much lower than what we have here. And, um, you know, people generally die from flu over here anyway. And the population, like 70% of the population is below 30 anyway. So we're not really going to be impacted that much by uh, coronavirus. So that, that's kind of the the short version of it, and I'm sure I'll have stories as we go, but I know we're kind of pressed for time right now. So yeah, what, I think each time we record, we'll have to have, like, a, a new story of something that's happened in Togo. Because <laughs> I, I think still, like, I know you and I have talked a lot more than we have on the podcast, but so I know a lot more about what it was like to, to pick up your... Uh, all the your belongings when they came across the ocean in a oh, container yeah. and uh, like what it was like you know making friends over there and how you're adjusting to um, just the teaching schedule and being the administrative schedule and like I, I don't think fans quite understand exactly how different it is <laughs> yeah, so each, and- each episode maybe we'll just get some anecdotes with Andy anecdotes with Andy Yes, but I don't want to take the whole time. But you're right. It is a, it's a whole lot different. I'm leaving out a ton of stuff. And um, next time we'll go into what our regular schedule is and why we're actually here, what we're doing here. So, all right, man, what's going yeah. on over there? Has the whole world lost its mind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I just got to be careful because I have my own thoughts on it. But uh, well, we're fine. <laughs> tell, tell me the facts like of what is occurring and then you can feel free to tell me your thoughts. I'm very interested in what you think. Well, so I'm in Ohio and there are, I believe eight cases of coronavirus. Um, so the governor declared yesterday that all schools will be closed for three weeks, but it will only be elementary to high schools. And today is Friday. That will not start until Tuesday. So, (laughs) I'm just like, well, how much of an emergency is it if we're like, hold on, the emergency can wait until Tuesday? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's also um, declared banned groupings of more than a hundred people at anything. So, uh, but he gave an exemption for religious events, 
but really like that affects uh you know weddings <laughs> it affects it just affects everything and uh they they've done something with the nursing homes that only um essential personnel are allowed to go to nursing homes because the coronavirus is is a uh, rep- respiratory disease uh, not disease respiratory uh bacteria that uh, a virus that um, I want to make sure my wording is correctly correct. Right. Yeah. That uh, typically affects people over the age of sixty and those with compromised immune systems. So it's just a lot of you know. I always go to the grocery today, and then when all that hit the fan, I was like, well, maybe I need to go early. Like Jennifer and I are not panicking, but I almost feel like we need to go and get things because everyone else is panicking. Yeah. And they won't be available just in our everyday lives. Like, the toilet paper is out everywhere. And coronavirus doesn't cause diarrhea. So it's like, why Why is everybody buying toilet paper? But it's psycho. It's psycho. Toilet paper is gone. I went to go buy uh, veggies and cauliflower and celery and carrots. Completely sold out. So when the apocalypse hits... Your fresh produce is going first. I'm like, what the heck? I want to make sure I'm healthy when I die. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And, you know, like, all these things, world, you know, countrywide are being canceled. Comic book conventions, uh, Little League sports teams, they canceled the rest of the season for the NHL and the NBA. March Madness is canceled. Like, and then today I read that and in London... They're supposed to have elections for the mayor in June, and they said, well, we're going to wait and not have them for a whole year until June 2021. Oh, wow. Like, well, that seems like, hmm, That's somebody set- fighting to keep yeah. power? <laughs> That's setting a dangerous precedent right there. It is, and so my feeling is what that this has done is really showed how easily people are can be controlled, and the herd mentality just into whatever whatever the media tells you we're going to be able to control you and make you do that and i don't think it's a good thing i i I get it coronavirus is is bad it's a sickness it's it's something that you don't want to get um but the precautions that we're taking just seem psychotic like they just seem like just use some common sense guys think before we're acting and we're just acting like like the boogeyman is at our door waiting to get us. That's how I feel. <laughs> I, I think I, I can't. I can't understand why the economy is just spiraling out of control. Like I understand that if you're shutting things down, that companies are going to take a hit, and gatherings, you know, movie theaters are going to take a hit, and stadiums and all that kind of stuff. But are enough people actually sick that? companies cannot function that factories cannot produce that uh transportation logistic companies cannot deliver and distribute items no and i think all those things are fine it's that by closing things you know they don't want they don't want a lot of people they're advising not a lot of people to go to to walmart all at once they're advising uh you know they're they're moving all these movies back so that means that the movie theaters are are empty the schools don't have people like it's these things that people aren't going to. So then they're not going to be they're not going to be needing or using the goods and services, or they have to de- deplete their base of employees. You know, let people go 
So then that, that just slows down the economy. It, this just affects the economy in every conceivable way. I mean, people are going bankrupt over this. Their, their 401ks, are, you know, they're, they're ready to retire. They can't now. It, it's, you and I can maybe talk off air about some other things about this, but it's psycho. And we're just like, Jennifer and I are going to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got stuff to do. We're just living our life. And our fears are, you know, we don't live our life in fear. We live our life in, in, in overcoming, uh, power of Christ. And so we're just like, just take your vitamin C and wash your hands and go about your day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's, I mean, it's, it's hard for me because I'm not there. So I can't just say, you know, I can't, it, I can't as easily just wipe it away, but I really haven't talked to anybody over there who can tell me what's going on, but your feelings are exactly what I'm feeling. I don't know. I don't know what our listeners are feeling or if they're nervous or scared, but it just seems like a power grab. It's like, how much can we, okay, we blew this whole thing out of proportion. And then everybody has this peer pressure to like, oh man, if it really goes down and I was the only one that didn't cancel my event and everybody got sick, how am I going to look? There you go. There you go. Right there. Like when, when you're canceling events that are supposed to happen in May and June, why are you doing that? (laughs) <laughs> you know what are you thinking what's going on yeah. when the when the i don't know we can talk offline <laughs> off the show <laughs> but in the meantime keep calm and read comics yes yes all right so we got, a, we got about 15 minutes left in this show let's you want to jump into some x-men comics well we need to say who we are and who who's who our sponsors are too oh my goodness i didn't even think about that yes this is the m6p we are a comic book podcast believe it or not back from the brink uh you can we you can visit our website at uh the m6p.com email us at m6plc at gmail.com uh i forget what other one i do twitter at the m6p yeah we're on all the social media platforms youtube facebook uh twitter instagram everything that the kids are doing these days we're on it under the M6P, so you can check us out there. If you ever want to be a part of our show, you can give us a call at 616-755-TINA. And uh, we are sponsored by our DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, the best place on the internet to get your single issues, pre-order them two months in advance, and get insane discounts on your Marvel books. Yes, and also check out their sister site, In Stock Trades, for all your graphic novels. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can check them out at crpsavings.com. We're sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com. And check out the marvelousbox.com for $25. Every quarter, you get over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels sent directly to your front door. Themarvelousbox.com. All right, so X-Books? X-Books, yes. You told me you wanted to talk about some Hickman X-Books, and I was a little surprised because the X-Men are not your typical cup of tea. No, okay, so I am tr- I am all caught up on the X-Books. Um, I am trying to catch up on Ghost Rider, trying to catch up on Savage Avengers, uh, trying still to catch up on a, my guy, Amazing Spider-Man, Captain America, and Daredevil. <laughs> so those are the ones I'm trying to catch up on, but I'm all caught up on the X-Books. So, um, man, what do you think? Well, so I think you're ahead of me because I'm behind on a couple. <laughs> okay. I'm behind on X-Force 
and uh, Excalibur and New Mutants and Cable. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible. I'm I'm only a couple issues behind, but I'm ca- caught up on X Men and Martyrs and Wolverine. Martyrs. I'm trying. <laughs> what? Um, you said Martyrs, Marauders. Marauders. <laughs> Marauders. Okay, so Marauders. is is Fallen Angels done? Yes, it was just a limited series. Oh, why did I waste my time? I was listening to another podcast, and they said that that was the best X book out there, and I just don't no. see it. I just don't see it. No. Terrible. It was the worst by far. Yeah, I mean, it had interesting art, but that was it. So Yeah, it was yeah, it was kind of dark, but yeah, Hellions was just a limited series, and, and so, like, uh, you know, now Cable has his own book, and then uh, the Quanon Psylocke character is going to be in the Hellions book. Oh, okay. Okay. So so we have Wolverine number one that just came out, and we have X-Men, X-Force, Excalibur, New Mutants, um, Marauders, uh, yes. and Hellions. What else, what other ones are coming out? Um, we're going to have, well, there's also the giant size X-Men. It's a series of six one-shots that are going to weave together a bit of a story. Uh, X-Factor is coming out. Cable just came out on Wednesday, and I'm sure there will be more, and there might even be one that I'm I'm leaving out of my brain at the moment. I think I know that there's a there was one for the Wolverine the X Men characters, wasn't there for like I Boy and stuff? Uh, I thought I Boy was going to be an X Factor. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so what is the premise for X Factor? Um, they are going to be. I think they're going to... Gosh, I should have prepared better. Oh, I'm, <laughs> so, that, I'm sorry. That's okay. I believe X-Factor is going to go out and find those mutants that haven't come to Genosha. I mean, to, not to Genosha, to Krakoa. Oh, no, no. I think you had it right. What could go wrong? Yes, I think they're basically <laughs> coming to Genosha. Dude, I am loving... Uh, New Mutants is okay, but I am loving the X-Men book this last issue uh that you probably haven't read i think it was number nine that came out yesterday um, i read it oh did you okay yeah it wasn't as good but i thought eight was good i thought four and six were good no maybe four six and seven <laughs> so four is where they're sitting at the table and talking politics the whole time that was that's right up my alley basically no action at all. Yeah. So I know, well, I mean, I, we used to be called the Marvel 616 Politics. That's what we used to be called. <laughs> right. Yes. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day, yes. Before Hickman, right? Yeah, before Secret Wars. Yep. And then, uh, dude, what do you think is going to happen with Mystique? Yeah. That uh, is going to be really interesting because she's not a sideline character. She is, and she wants what she wants, and she feels like she's... Um, done what she's needed to do to earn her prize and they don't seem to want to give it to her (laughs) now they don't want to give it to her because of house of x right moira said don't do it and she moira's still hidden away right yeah she's downstairs just hanging out (laughs) just just playing video games the whole time so it's (laughs) what do you do (laughs) i did watch netflix well i the same thing everybody's going to do when they're quarantined i think um (laughs) <laughs> so it's really it's really interesting to me and then that one issue about the crucible where they're making mm-hmm. all the depowered mutants like face apocalypse and 
die and get killed so they could be reborn with their powers? Man, what a crazy issue. Does that, uh, to me, it really takes the X-Men out of their element. I don't see everybody just being totally cool with this. I, I agree. Do you? No, no, I, I don't. I, I think we're definitely reading out like, what could be considered like in the, in the vein of a what-if story. Like This is obviously a story that somehow Hickman has sold to editorial by saying, look, I, I really want to tell this giant story with all these titles. Um, I know yeah. it's not what they're normally doing, but I, I mean, we've already seen this with the Avengers, right? Like the Avengers book is back to almost normal after Hickman's run. So the X-Men will get back to normal just after Hickman's done with them in a few years. Yeah. Pro- yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, probably two years, maybe, and then will they be back to a society that humans fear and hate them, and they're was, on the run again? I was very impressed with how Nick Spencer brought Spider-Man back from Dan Slott's run. Um, it was it wasn't seamless, but it was pretty easy. It took about three issues, and it's, he's back to the Spider-Man I love again. You know, so totally possible. I think I, I think with a good writer, you could bring him back. I I. I'm torn because I don't like the X-Men where they are right now, but I feel like the story is so intriguing. It's not Professor Ray. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's almost not uh it's almost not Magneto, but all these characters working together, um it's not Gene, it's almost not Scott. Scott's sort of the same, but anybody sticking out to you that you're that you're really watching and saying, "Ooh, I really want to follow this character and what they're going to be doing?" Well, I think Hickman is trying to take on such a big cast. I think it's almost kind of daunting. Like, there there aren't a lot of characters that are getting a whole lot of uh, time to be fleshed out, even in the own books that they're starring in. Uh, And I think, like, Kitty Pryde has has gotten a lot of attention, and Jean has gotten a lot of attention, but it seems like from book to book she's a different version of herself. Yeah. Almost. True. I think Cyclops is pretty stable. Uh, you know, Wolverine makes a cameo in in every title. Uh, but yeah, like you said, you know, Magneto and Xavier—they're not exactly acting like the Magneto and Xavier pre House of X. Uh, but I, I guess maybe in the over in the overall scheme of things, I'm willing to let this story ride out until things get back to normal. I guess. Do you think that they have just ruined Xavier forever? Because of Deadly Genesis, yeah, I mean, I think he got ruined quite a quite a while ago, and I don't think he's doing himself any favors now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like this just who is this guy? This is not the guy that I was reading about, you know, up through like the mid '90s. Like they just, you know, he he tried to kill his twin in the womb. <laughs> right. Grant Morrison had him do that uh, in the like '96. 97, 98, around there. Um, it turns out that he knew that Cerebro was sentient, and he kept Cerebro uh, tied up and like basically like a slave or a prisoner until Cerebro escaped. You know, wow, <laughs> really? This nice old bald man who was trying to bring about peaceful coexistence between humans and mutants is really just the most terrible human I've ever met. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? it's 
it's crazy to me how they're just okay, how editorial is just okay with it, and there nobody there at Marvel yearns longs for the days when Xavier was a good, decent guy. Yeah, yeah, they're. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So besides, well, I, I guess I'm assuming here, but besides X Men, the the X Men proper title, which books are you still liking, still into? I really liked Wolverine. Did you like Wolverine? I kind of did. I don't like vampires in the Marvel Universe, so that that was kind of off-putting. Mm. I, I, you know, it's a Cubert brother, though. Can you go wrong with the Cubert brother? <laughs> See, you were definitely an old-school fan. Yeah, and then when Omega Red and Lady Deathstrike showed up, I'm like, yes, Adam, you're my man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked Wolverine. I liked the the first like seven issues maybe six issues of new mutants yeah these last few have been kind of like it really feels like it jumped off jumped the shark well it it seemed like hickman wanted to tell a specific story and then be done with the book and man i tell you like i don't understand why they broke the fourth wall and everything and that was not cool have you got that far yet i didn't like that yeah yeah i just finished that issue and like wait, what's going on? And then I realized, you know, Sun Sunspot and Moonstar are fighting about recapping the issue. Like, what? What is this? Yeah. What is this? this yeah, is I wasn't Deadpool? happy about that. Why am I reading this? I do. I mean, what, I, what are your thoughts? Like, are there titles that you really like? Um, I mean, I was really into New Mutants. Um, I like. I just like the idea that they're kind of bringing back all these older teams, um, and in in some form or fashion. Um, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see if Jamie Madrox was in X Factor. That's my favorite. I mean, I, I love Peter David's run on X Factor, but the X Men um, proper book is good. I think once you get past the other world, Excalibur could be good. Um, I think there's a little bit interesting interplay there because the mutants are supposed to be making more mutants, and yet Gambit and Rogue said they're not going to. Um, yeah. So they're bucking. And it's a fun cast. I, I I like I like Apocalypse. That's that's really why I read the book. Yeah. I like Rogue. I like Apocalypse. <laughs> I like Gambit. Um, Betsy's okay, but Jubilee, not a fan. You know. Uh, <laughs> I thought you loved Jubilee and Shogo. Uh, <laughs> who do you think I am? Um, I I like Sunspot and Cannonball. I like them. They're they're awesome. They're yeah. a lot of fun. So if we could keep them in the book, that'd be cool. I agree. I, I, I think there's also... I loved how Sunspot was talking yeah. into uh, the Accuser in the this latest X-Men book. That was cool. Yeah. That was good. So which so you would say probably X-Men proper is your favorite, all, all of them? Uh, yeah, so far. I, I have high hopes for Wolverine. Um, I wanted Cable to be good, but Cable number one was kind of a letdown, so... Oh, man. I know. Well, the last page is good, but everything else is like, what are we doing? So hopefully... Okay. Well, you, I, yeah, let me know what you out. think about that last page. Yep. Yes, I'll hold out to the last page. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, oh. you're fine. So I, do we have to wrap up? Are you... It's it's about that time? Well, um, so do you just... I mean, what what do you think about how many titles there are? Do you think there's too many and then if it were condensed, it might be a better purview of what's going on in Krakoa? Or do you like that because there are so many titles, we get to see these different viewpoints from different characters, and each book 
has somewhat of its own mission statement. Uh, I think it's a it's a interesting conundrum because I don't like that there's so many titles, and I wish that some of the titles just had nothing to do with this, so you could enjoy them separately, and I didn't have to read all of them to get a full picture. But without them being a, a giant big story then I don't think they could exist on their own because I don't think these books could sell on their own without Hickman behind them and that saying, okay, well, they all intertwine somehow, you know? Mm. So I I don't know if I'm going to drop any of them. I think if X-Factor has iBoy and stuff and Brew and Kid Gladiator, then it's not going to get read by me, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I really... I I think there are so... There are so many X characters, so many mutants, and I don't need all of them to necessarily shine in a book as a featured member. I'm totally fine if Glob Herman is always a background character and <laughs> Brew is never on another team. He just kind of shows up here and here and there, you know? Right, yeah. I I have been enjoying getting to know Boom Boom. Um, Pixie was one of my favorites back when, when she was kind of highlighted. Um, I had never read anything with Boom Boom in it, so I like her, you know? Yeah, she... I don't remember her being a, an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot that they... they. Uh, no, I won't bring that up. Anyway, um, there were some things that I forgot that I was like, are these the same characters? Is this... Is this? And I have to look back and say, like, when did this change happen? That's weird. So... <laughs> Anyway, this is uh, the M6P. You can uh, again, you can visit our website, the M6P.com, on Twitter at the M6P, um, and email us at M6PLOC at gmail.com. You can look us up on all the social media platforms, from Facebook to Twitter and Instagram to YouTube under the M6P. You can also be a part of our show by giving us a call at six one six seven five five Tina, and. That's what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> we are sponsored by DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, the best place on the internet to get all your single issues, uh, pre-order them two months ahead, get very deep discounts, delivered pristine condition to your door, and their sister site, InStockTrades.com. Any order over $60 has free shipping. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can check them out at CRPSavings.com. For all of your needs through Office Depot, who also has toilet paper. So if you need toilet paper, check them out, crpsavings.com. It's like a discount membership service for Office Depot, crpsavings.com. If you have any needs concerning websites and SEO and digital marketing, check out michaelwebsolutions.com. And we're also sponsored by themarvelousbox.com for $25 a quarter. You can get over $100 of marvelous, marvel graphic novels and trade paperbacks sent to your front door. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash the M6P. Though March Madness is canceled, we're doing our yearly the M6P Marvel March Madness. Nice. And you can jump in and vote on your tournament. This is our fourth year running. We'd love to have you check it out at facebook.com slash the M6P. All right, and uh, we I think we do have a very sad voicemail from a friend of ours who uh, seemed to be left out of the top 50 characters, so we will end on that note. Until next time, we are the M6P.
together for Marvel 616 Politics and decide that you will be putting together Marvel character top 10 and not include Colossus in your top 10. Then you will know Andy and Jared. The power of the warriors of Marvel and the X-Men coming down on you as you fly to your next destination. Assume the controls, Andy and Jared. Remove the pilot from the cockpit of the airplane. They have already made the sacrifice. Assume the controls of the airplane, Andy and Jared. For now you know the sacrifice that must be paid for excluding Colossus from the top ten. Push the airplane into a nosedive, Andy and Jared. And now you will know the madness of the warriors. And enter in to parts unknown.